Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with J.P. Clement about ensuring ROI of employee experience and organizational brand marketing efforts. J.P. Clement, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be with you. You're coming to us uh, with a a great background in digital marketing. Uh, And so we're going to be talking about the ROI of marketing, um, but from the perspective of organizational leaders and employee experience. Ultimately, we want to figure out how we can better uh, convey organizational brand uh, to potential employees so that we can attract and ultimately retain the best talent to drive organizational success. As we get started, I wanted to share JP's bio with everybody. JP Clement is the CEO of Boomtime. He has over 30 years of experience in marketing, digital strategy, and product management for companies ranging from startups to global brands such as Madison Square Garden, General Mills, DFS Group, Johnson & Johnson, and National Geographic. JP has worked for or helped companies in both the business to consumer and business to business sectors and founded three digital strategy and marketing agencies after working for many years on the corporate side of marketing. JP's passions for analytics, digital products, and creating the right strategy at the right time uh, for the right audience really drive his work. It's a pleasure, JP, to have you with me today. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of your background or personal context before we launch on in? Uh, not, not really. I mean, I think the bio says it all. It's, uh, it's short and sweet, and I think it works. Okay, wonderful. Well, so let's start with just defining some things. You know, I, I think most listeners of this podcast are, are people managers, executives, organizational leaders, just trying to figure out how to better uh, run their teams, how to uh, leverage the talents and, and capabilities of their teams. Uh, and I think a big piece of that comes back to the message that we convey as an organization out to the labor market um, in the hopes and attempts to attract, retain the best people. Uh, I think that's important in any labor market conditions, um, but I think it's particularly important right now during this, what's been coined the great uh, resignation and organizations really are struggling to get good talent. And that's been the case for a long time, particularly in STEM fields uh, and certain technical fields, it's been really hard to get good people. Uh, and now it's even harder than, than ever. And, and so organizations are really struggling with that. So you have to compete in a variety of ways. Of course, you have to have, um, you have to have competitive uh, pay and compensation packages, uh, other perks and benefits that you can provide to your employees. 
but you also just, you have to be known. You have to be known to the labor market and people have to know that you're a place that they might want to go work. Um, and so that comes back to your background uh, in digital marketing. Uh, so maybe just start zooming out before mm -hmm. we focus on organizational brand marketing, um, zooming out let's talk a little bit about digital marketing more generally and how we can ensure ROI in general digital marketing efforts. And then we can talk more specifically about how to do that in terms of organizational branding. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So digital marketing, you know, uh, is a pretty interesting field. I've been in it since 1998. Uh, so I'm dating myself a little bit here, but I kind of seen it all. But what's really fascinating to me in digital marketing, that's why I enjoy working it so much is, is that uh, you can prove the ROI of whatever you do pretty easily compared to what used to be called traditional marketing. And um, and uh, it's almost a necessity now because I don't know if I mean, you probably have read the same kind of things that I've read, but uh, there are over 40 different subtypes of digital marketing. So think about, you, you know, SEO, SEM, PPC campaigns, um, uh, influencer marketing, uh, content marketing, uh, you know, social media marketing, and on and on and on like this. So over 40 types of digital marketing that you can do. So it's really, com it's, it's a pretty complex world where you abs absolutely have to understand each of these components of digital mar marketing, understand how they work together and how you can measure the success of what you're doing with campaigns. Um, and again, the beauty of digital marketing is that things are pretty easy to track. You, you, you know, you can use, uh, tracking pixel, tracking URLs, you can do, I mean, there's, you know, you have free Google uh, uh, analytics, uh, you know, and, and all kinds of other tools. So it's, uh, it's important, but it's really critical. I think, you know, one of my um, old mentors about 25 years ago, so even before digital marketing, um, told me, you know, look, if you cannot measure it, you cannot manage it. So in terms of creating ROI, you have to know what your goals are. You have to put numbers towards those goals, understand what KPIs are going to tell you whether you're doing well or not, and track and monitor all of these uh, these analytics to make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, you're getting the kind of ROI that you, that, that you want or that you need or that you can afford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think... HR, you know, as I think about marketing kind of historically and, you know, what you're putting your marketing budget towards, are you able to really track and understand what the ROI is of all those efforts? Uh, historically, you know, it hasn't always been great. Like you, you do a bunch of things and you're not exactly sure what's working, but you're just trying a bunch of things. And in the HR space, it's, it was kind of similar historically. Yeah. Um, you do lots of different training initiatives, you, you do, you know, different compensation packages, you do all these different things and you think, you know, you see an uptick in retention, for example, well, that's great, but you don't, you can't, it's hard to pinpoint, right? Like what actually caused the uptick. Um, you're right though, things are, are we have much more um, enhanced opportunity to understand through all of the analytics that are produced uh, in, in this age of, you know, digital transformation so that there's so much more we can know and pinpoint as to the ROI of specific, um, uh, events, initiatives, trainings in the case of marketing specific, um, campaigns and whatever, maybe talk a little bit more about that, uh, for, for anyone listening, who's maybe not as comfortable on the analytics side. 
<laughs> yeah, so look, look there's, a, uh, there's a lot of places where you can look at actual data and, and analytics to, to tell you how well you're doing in terms of digital marketing in general, but specifically, you know, in the type of digital marketing to employees, uh, either current or past or future, um, and uh, and there's a lot of things that you can do, right? So, for instance, we use I think a series of platforms to hire people, right? So, Indeed, uh, Monster.com. I mean, a bunch of we pretty much use all of them, and sometimes we go actually to more niche platform for specific needs that we have as a digital marketing agency. We also developed our own platform, so. Uh, digital platform so we have a proprietary software that we develop in-house so we also we're just not just looking for uh, marketers we're also looking for uh, coders and developers engineers um, so yeah so you, you know those tools actually by themselves give you a lot of information that you can use to decide whether your ads are working uh, your job posting basically are working and, and all of that. So um, there is a lot of depth in those platforms to help you figure out, you, you know, whether what you're doing is working or not um, in terms of hiring, at least. Um, we also use, uh, at Boomtime specifically, we use a platform called Lattice, um, which is a really amazing um, uh, SaaS, uh, enterprise SaaS platform that helps you basically manage uh, your team in terms of uh, performance review, career paths, and all that kind of things. And that actually gives you a lot of information, actual qu qualitative and quantitative inf information as to how people are progressing through their careers uh, and doing all kinds of things that you know might tell you whether they're being retained pro pro properly or not. And so it's a really great platform that I highly recommend. It's not. Uh, it's not very expensive and uh, the tools that it gives you are just outstanding. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, so you can see the ROI of what you're doing to retain your people. You can measure the, the ROI of what you're doing to attract people, right? Um, and uh, see what moves the uh, needle. Yeah, that's excellent. And the nice thing about all these, all this analytics um, analysis that we can go about uh, to, to be able to understand ROI and any other KPIs, any other metrics, right, that are important to us. Um, one of the really nice things about that is we can just iterate quickly, right? So we can try things, we can really experiment, um, and we're not locked into some huge, you know, long-term marketing campaign or long-term HR initiative. Uh, we, we can try it out and we can try it out in bursts and see how it performs. And then we can um, iterate and tweak and adjust and ultimately find find the, the approach that seems to work the best. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm dating myself again here, but when I used to do, uh, you know, print advertising, you know, you had like your, especially for magazines, you were looking at months ahead of, you know, of preparation, right, to run an ad in a magazine. Um, and then you would have to wait and would, you didn't get in, the, in very good metrics, right? Uh, nowadays, you can change your ads on Google Ads, you can change your ads if you're trying to recruit someone on Indeed. You can, you can do so many things uh, very quickly and see the results very quickly. But again, you have to pay attention to those metrics, right? And you have to set the metrics, set the goals, and then keep monitoring uh, because uh, it's very easy to forget. And it's kind of a chore, right, to always look at those metrics, but it's critical in terms of your ROI. I mean, you'll, you'll never be able yeah. to, to get the right ROI if you don't pay very close attention to, uh, to your campaigns. Uh, you know, for instance, when, when we do... Uh, 
uh, Google ad campaigns, for instance, or Facebook ad campaigns or LinkedIn ad campaigns for our clients, we look at those you know, on a daily basis uh, at the beginning of the campaign and then probably on a weekly basis. It's not something you can just run and then forget about, right? You have to be constantly on top of that if you want to generate, generate the right type of ROI. Yeah, and you really have to be thoughtful about the metrics and you have to measure the right things, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's also kind of the trick is not only you have to measure the right things, but you also have to uh, interpret them the right way. So know how to interpret the data, which a lot of people, uh, you, you know, not necessarily, uh, aren't necessarily very comfortable with. So for our clients, that's what we do a lot of, you know, we, we digest the data for them. We create stories around that data to be able to feed them because, you know, they don't want to look at pages and pages of like tables and, and graphs and things like that. They just want to, you know, tell, we, we, we tell them, Hey, you know, these are the five key points that you need to take out of this campaign's metrics, right? Yeah, yeah, that's super helpful. And and so when we're talking about employee experience, for example, if, if we zoom into that now, um, you know, as an organization, I want to make sure that once I get em new employees in the door, that I'm able to help them to feel empowered, um, that they have autonomy, that they ha have the ability to be creative and innovate and, you know, do their best work, be their authentic self and, and bring that to the table so that they can accomplish great things individually, but also as a team, you know, and, and to help the organization be successful. Uh, so ultimately, it's about, you know, creating psychological safety. It's about creating an inclusive workplace environment, engaging culture, all of these different elements that go into the, this overarching goal of a positive employee experience. Um, and we should try to measure each of those components um, because it takes a lot of time and energy and it's going to take a lot of money to be able to, to move the needle and improve if, for example, if there's a negative culture that you're trying to improve, that's not easily done. It, it takes a lot of effort. And so you need to make sure that you're tracking uh, all of the different initiatives and all the different components to an, to an overarching intervention strategy that you might have, for example, to try to improve employee experience. Let's say though, for example, that now we, we feel like we have a really great employee experience. We have a dynamic culture. We have a great environment. People are thriving. They love it uh, at our organization. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, how do we spread the word? How do we like actually let other people out there in the workforce know about that so that we can leverage the positive employee experience into a, a really strong employer brand uh, that will attract really great applicants so that we can have the best people in our organization. Any mm -hmm. thoughts on how an organization can start to go about that organizational branding process to, to help attract better applicants? I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, Bluer Than Indigo Leadership, The Journey of Becoming a Truly Remarkable Leader. Early in my adult life, I learned about an Asian proverb that translates as bluer than indigo. If you think about the color indigo, it is a brilliant, deep, and vibrant blue. What some would call the bluest of blues. To have something that is bluer than indigo is rare and truly remarkable. Contrary to popular myth, there is no one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter approach to effective leadership. There's no silver bullet, no secret sauce, no go-to model that will solve all of our problems. The truth is, great leaders have all had their unique strengths and flaws, 
and have all had to discover and then pave their own distinctive path in their life's journey to fulfill their leadership potential. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership will help you discover your own path and explore those ordinary everyday actions that will help you respond to an uncertain future and produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very interesting one. So at Boomtime, for instance, I've put in place a bunch of different things that kind of go to, to what you're talking about here. And I, I don't think, you know, just like in digital marketing, there is no, no more silver bullets, right? You have to do a bunch of different things. So I call it a lot of lead bullets, no, no silver bullets, uh, no silver bullet. Uh, and so it's the same, you know, in terms of uh, getting your organizational brand out, out there. So we, we use a variety of... Uh, tactics or techniques uh, for that. Uh, so for instance, we post a lot on, you know, I've required that everybody uh, on my team is uh, on LinkedIn and has a, a, a clean, uh, active LinkedIn profile. So when we post something, uh, and I, t I post a lot on LinkedIn that, uh, you know, our team has to interact with it and interchange with it. And the kind of things that we post, you know, uh, are sometimes about digital marketing, but sometimes just about ourselves, right? And so that gets that message out and the activity, the engagement that the rest of the team uh, has with the thing is another way to show that, you know, every, everybody's behind those things that we're talking about and, you know, as we show this united front. Um, we also uh, uh, have, uh, we have uh, another technique that, that we use is that we have um, a, uh, a very specific uh, team page on our uh, website. Um, and that team page is, uh, tries to get at the, really the heart of who we are as a company and really showcase our core values. And it's, you know, um, so we've obviously we put in place some core values. We reinforce them through like every single day, every single hour, we try to reinforce our core values. Uh, Lattice, um, that I mentioned before, also enables us to give feedback to other people in the company, privately or publicly. Uh, and every time we give feedback, you, we, we attach a core value to the feedback. So, so that feedback, um, you, you know, uh, demonstrates you know, or is tied to those core values specifically. So we would do that all the time. Um, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, but so that, that helps a lot. But so our team page embodies those, those core values. And I think we have those core values on our team page as well. So if you go there, you can see what kind of company we are, right? And how happy the people are and how quirky we are and, and, and so on. We're not just great at doing digital marketing. We're also people, right? And, you know, we talk about our dogs and our kids and our, you know, we're, we have a lot of dogs in the company, but um, but that's that's another way, you know, a very easy way to see, you know, who we are as a company and get people out there. And our team page is, um, I think, well, maybe I'm putting myself on the back here, but it's pretty awesome and it really find it really gives a clear sense of who we are. Um, and then uh, it has our mission statement, our vision, and and so on. But it. Um, it's a great tool uh, to spread that organizational brand out, out, out there. And it's, uh, I think it's the third most viewed page on our website. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I think of it in kind of two different major buckets. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, obviously, it's more nuanced than this, but you can have kind of the traditional 
promotional campaigns, advertising, advertising campaigns, um, where you can put out, you know, a particular message um, on your organization's social media channels or in, in print ads or whatever, like you, you can do all of those kind of traditional things to convey core values of the organization in a more traditional sense. Um, that's one bucket, but the, the other bucket, the one that I think is actually much more impactful is the more organic approach, which you've been describing. And that is just through the encouragement of having your people, um, not, not the, the, the organizational account for various social media platforms pushing things out, but each individual employee who works within your team, um, that they also can share things about their experience in the workplace and the good things that are there that are happening and the cool work that they're doing and just like all these sorts of things organically pushing those things out on a consistent basis that is just there's much more human connection there than if i'm i'm like scrolling through a social media and then all of a sudden i have like this very produced you know corporate video that is like an advertisement that comes up like i'm not really interested in that i'm not going to watch that um but i'll keep scrolling and then all of a sudden i come across someone on linkedin who uh who's just telling about like some cool thing that happened today at work that's yeah. that's compelling to me right and that's going to move at least for me that's going to move the needle more so i think finding opportunities to create this type of organic um branding that can happen uh can really uh, help us find good results in terms of our organizational branding efforts. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and by the way, it also goes for all kinds of digital marketing, right? I mean, any, anybody can buy an ad as you were describing, but if you do something that's way more organic like this, uh, it's it, the credibility is instantly, you know, uh, you, you know, a, a, mul a multiple of, of what it would be if you just put out ads, right? For instance. Uh, so yeah, very critical. Uh, and, and, and you know, we, we do a lot of other things to, so for instance, we, we established a, a VTO, volunteer time off policy. So people at boom time can take uh, a day off, I think every quarter or something like that, um, to, uh, to actually do volunteer act activities and it's paid. So it's a time that we're, we're paying them, but they can go in the community and we're re really big with that and actually do volunteer work. Um, and when they do that, they obviously, they tell those, all these people outside of boom time in the community that, you know, they're getting paid to actually do volunteer work. Um, that's also another organic way to really get, get, you know, get the word out that this is a really cool company to work for. Um, and, you know, and it ties very closely to our mission statement and our vision. Uh, so. Uh, that's another way to that you know we spread the word uh, very organically again, uh, but it's uh, it it's it really pays uh, dividend um, and uh, and works really well because we we hear that right and of course we do all these kinds of things right, where you know we give uh, we give uh, bonuses or you know conditions for people who uh, refer uh, other people into the company for specific jobs. Um, which also helps to spread the spread spread the word and and the goodwill because this, and actually we've hired several people just uh, through referral of our internal people because they like you know, Boomtime is a great place to work at. They go and we on top of it we give them money and recruit someone because it's a, as you were saying it's a seller's market right it's very hard to to hire today and especially for a company of our size right so we we offer great benefits 
Uh, we offer great hard benefits, great soft benefits, like flexible times and things like that. I mean, we have a laundry list. Like we have actually, we built a kind of a marketing, like kind of a pitch, right? Uh, that we put on in our job description, our postings and everything. But that, you know, everybody, when we interview someone, you, you know, like everybody has their bullet points uh, where we're going to talk about, you know, the great things about boom time, the hard benefits and, and the soft benefits. So we put, for instance, we put together a DEI initiative, right? Um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, which makes us more attractive to the kind of people that we want to hire. Uh, but also, you know, um, you know, is another great soft soft benefit that uh, that we push a lot. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Those are all great examples. And again, I mean, the bottom line is. We, we first, of course, have to have a great place to work. We have to, you know, do all the hard work of developing yeah. that. But but just having a great place to work doesn't mean we're going to actually attract great people. Um, so we have to we have to spread the word. We have to do that employee, mm -hmm. uh, that employer and organizational branding, and we have to um, organically share that. And so the more opportunities that we um, have to to get the word out, you know, the more we're gonna just get really great people just excited about coming to work for XYZ company, whether it's, you know, where you're working, whether it's where I'm working or any other great company, uh, everyone wants to work in a place where they have meaning and purpose and where they're feeling fulfilled and where they have an opportunity to grow and learn and, and uh, develop themselves and, and, and improve and uh, grow in their career. Um, that's, that's, those are, these are the types of things that we need to be able to convey. Uh, out to the general public and out to the labor market, and if we can do if we can do so, then we're we're going to uh, reap the benefits of having great people. Yeah, definitely. And and look, I, I really truly believe that uh, I do a lot of podcasts, like uh, guest podcasts, like you know I'm doing now. But we also do our own podcast. Um, at boom time and those podcasts are not just me talking about digital marketing it's also uh, our people coming on to, you know to the podcast and having a conversation with me about the client success for instance and so we can educate uh, our people out there uh, about what what we do as a company but also i think it's it says a lot about our company to have these conversations in the public space right basically um, and uh, it's not just a, sell to, a selling tool or a marketing tool. It's also a way for us to say, hey, you know, this is the kind of company we are. And I'm sure there's people who are watching those podcasts and are like, oh, this all looks like a pretty cool company to come and work at, right? So I think there are a lot of tools that may be more indirect, in but that I think we're really, um, if, if I can get some of our core values out, um, uh, to your audience, for instance, like today. Uh, actually, we're probably not trying to hire people, uh, the kind of people who are uh, listening to your podcast, but just as an example, right, that, uh, you know, hof hopefully someone at some point will hear what I'm saying and will realize, uh, okay, these core values are something that I'm interested in checking out and sounds like a company that I'd like to work for. So there are in indirect ways of doing this as well. Absolutely. JP, this has just been a really great, fascinating conversation. I appreciate all of your time, all of your insights. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we wrap up for today, I wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about your company, uh, your team, yeah. and then give us a final word on the topic for today. 
Yes, uh, so uh, the best way to find us is, of course, our website, boomtime.com, B-O-O-M-T-I-M-E.com. Uh, as for me, I'm very, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn uh, during the day, um, and you can find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash I-N slash J-P Clement. Uh, pretty straight, straightforward and easy. Um, and then uh, the final word, um, I guess, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, Make sure that you know uh, what you're stepping into. Uh, have objectives. Have KPIs. Keep 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 monitoring them. Um, that's uh, that's valid for any aspect of your business. Amen. Amen. Very well well done, um, JP. It's been a pleasure talking with you. I appreciate everything that you shared. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what JP and his team can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership ordinary everyday actions that produce extraordinary results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years with increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition. The average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.